<laughs> I don't want to say anything because then if I say something, he's gonna be like, "Save it for the pod." Save it for the pod. We're, we're recording, Gabby. Oh, say whatever you fucking want, bitch. Damn, Morty. Oh, you're you're real quiet after all the no, things you said. He's, he's Rick. I am Rick. Little piece of shit. Yeah, fuck, um, ugh, fuck you. What <laughs> 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 do you got? Um, Morty, you got No, I was just gonna say that I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, Ballad of Beezy Green. Yeah. When it first started, but I, I still don't like some parts of it. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> no, there's there's absolutely yeah. horrible parts. <laughs> when it first started, I was like, oh my god. And then it like the first the first story the first because obviously it's called it's about it says it's about Buster Scruggs yeah so I think it's gonna be about him the whole time and started we just unofficially this is open. just yeah, like, no, we're just, open, yeah. Open. I was just like I was just like okay hold on because then I was like <laughs> I'm glad you guys told me that it was an, an anthology <laughs> before I watched it because I would have just gone in without reading That'd it or anything confusing. and then it would have ended you'd have been like oh okay and then turned it off <laughs> Like after the ballad was just drugs, you know what I mean? Like just oh, that part. Yeah. Like okay, I watched Even the ballad. Even knowing right. that, I still was confused because I was like, "This is the ballad of Buster Scruggs, but he died in the first short yeah, story. Yeah, it ain't much of the Buster Scruggs. It it's ain't more no like, Scruggs. It like... should have been like Wild West short stories from the Wild West. I think they had a few different titles for it, but for I think a... I think the ballad of Buster Scruggs was like the like I th- the the title of the book is the ballad of Buster Scruggs and other tales of the West or something like that. I see. But I think the, it was, yeah. The movie title is just the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Okay. Um, but again, this isn't based off of one book, but that book is fictional. The one that they open up and have in the actual movie. Um, I do have a warm up that I thought of, but I don't know if it's going to vibe with you guys, but I thought we could do a quick little acapella version of when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. Um, but we could also not do that. I we just don't know to, like, it. know that song. Yeah, I do well, not know that song. You just song make up the ba- band part of it, and I'll just sing the melody. If you want the words, yeah, I'll start making up some little I, I was going to say, do I don't even. I truly yeah. do not even know how the song goes. Let me tell you. I could not tell anybody. I have heard let's so some, many. Let's <laughs> do some Pastor <laughs> Gun. Do up, do up. Now let's think of something else. Um, okay, we'll do the either. same. We'll do the same game that we did last time, but it, but this time it's names and then who they are in the West. What kind of person they are in the West? Okay. So Justin, your name is Johnny the Kid. Johnny the Kid. Johnny the Kid was most famous. Johnny though. dazzles the kid. Sorry. Johnny dazzles the kid. He was most famous. Well, that just changed the whole trajectory of everything. Johnny dazzles <clears throat> the kid. When he was is a he kid, dazzling the kid or he, is he Johnny dazzles? When the Johnny kid. was a kid, His name is he was part of a he was part of a traveling show. Yeah, he was Johnny dazzles the magnificent. Mm. And uh, he was a child. He was said? a he was a kid, which is why they called him Johnny the kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when he started dazzling audiences across yeah. the West. He earned his nickname Johnny Dazzles. Mm. Uh, so he goes by both, but he's not very kid-like anymore. He's about 50 years old now, but still oh, okay. putting on a great show. Wow. Beautiful. Now he's got his own permanent show down in Oregon. Oregon. People travel the Oregon, Oregon. the Oregon Trail just to see Johnny Dazzles, also known as Johnny the Kid. <clears throat> yeah, I still know him as the kid even 60 years later. Even though he's yep. 50 years old. The kid. Yep. Great. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yours is. Can anything top the Aztec warrior? <laughs> <laughs> yours it's gonna is. Be hard. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yours is Samantha, the spiteful witch. Mm. Samantha, Please the spiteful witch. Do oh not go. Go. <sighs> do your thing, girl. Samantha is redhead. <laughs> Okay, nice. <laughs> um, he's painting a picture. I already knew where this almost, was going to go. <laughs> almost, almost scarlet in color. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost identical. 
She wears Samantha. a little purple thing on her face. Oh my god, I did not even think of Wanda. I'm oh, not okay. even kidding. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. That's I was where you're going not. to. That's hilarious. I was like, because I was thinking of like, let me continue. Go ahead. She's a redhead. Mm-hmm. And she's not the Scarlet Witch. Okay. Okay. Noted. Her name is, what was it, Samantha? Samantha <laughs> the Spotful Witch. What was the it, Spotful Samantha? Witch. So Samantha had two sisters. One of them was Jennifer, the other one was Tina. And mm-hmm. they all Tina. had powers and they all went to school together to like magic school. But in the end, the Wild West. only <laughs> one could keep their powers. And so Samantha, the spiteful witch, killed the other two sisters and became the head witch of the household. Mm. And after that, she <laughs> she put um, razor blades in people's candy. On oh, <laughs> oh, so she, she started she that. Started gotcha. That. Yes, it was wow. her thing. The Samantha, the spiteful. All witch. the magic in the world, yep. and she just that pushes me. A, sl- a razor yeah. into. An Do you guys apple. remember when I asked you guys all to tell me like a scary story during our Ryan yeah. says? I, that reminded me. That's what that reminded me of Babe's scary story because that's exactly how he told one. it. He was like, <laughs> and then, and it's like, oh, you could have finished, but yeah, okay, let's add more. <laughs> let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Going. And then the the lore got deeper and deeper and darker, and then it ended. And I was like, oh, fine, yeah, oh, girl, beautiful. It did not like sweet. the story that I came up with. Oh yeah, Gabby's was. I mean, we'll 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 have to record that later. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to finish yeah. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got there you, were three Gabby. different t- stories. Is all I'm gonna say. Like three drastically different stories. I'm going to call you. I'm going to christen you, the bubblegum queen. The bubblegum queen. That's good. That's good. Okay, That's good. the bubblegum queen has long pink hair. Of course, only suitable. Um, she wears a pink bubblegum pink dress like one of those frilly dresses yeah yeah, okay. yeah. she's <laughs> she, she doesn't have wings <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh thank goodness <laughs> what's her name again the bubblegum queen the bubblegum queen mm. right so she, she, has, she has a tiara a queen not a tiara a queen a crown jesus fuck <laughs> <laughs> she has a, she's a queen and she has a queen Um, all right so obviously she has an unlimited supply of bubblegum in her quote-unquote suit her dress is her suit is she a bubblegum salesman no she just has (laughs) has bubblegum because she that's her power (laughs) is the bubblegum okay okay so she's kind of like i don't think we kind of think we understand the assignment (laughs) (laughs) she's the bubblegum queen tell you her power her power has to do with bubblegum it's like Spider-Man. How does she help people with her bubble gum? What if she's a villain? The bubblegum queen oh my God. can be a devious queen. Yes. Okay, anyway, so she's like Spider-Man, all right? Her, her body <laughs> produces this gum. Hmm. What does it come out of? In the wild west. In the wild, wild west. <laughs> it comes out of her mouth. I don't think they're getting it. <laughs> so, like, is she chewing it? And is it chewing it? Like, it goes dry. It comes out dry. Not understanding. So oh, I'm she sorry. She blows it. She blows it <laughs> oh. out of her. That's how oh. she gets it out. Yeah. So, is she not able to like give people gum if she wanted to? Like, wow. <laughs> so her bubbles that she creates are very are like a toxic orb. 
So and so then they can go to someone and like engulf in the person. So <laughs> is Bubble Wait, hold on. So is Bubblegum just the name? She doesn't actually have really? Bubblegum. Yeah. It's just kind of like metaphoric for like her powers. Like she has these bubble powers that are toxic. No, but is it actual no, Bubblegum? No, her power is literal bubble. I just said her her body produces actual Bubblegum. Mm-hmm. And she blows it out of her mouth. That's how she excretes. Is that I the like right it. Word? Mm-hmm. Excretes the bubble gum from her body. Then the bubble can engulf in a in a person yeah. and then kill the person with its toxins. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. That checks out. Okay. This would have been great for the superhero assignment. Yeah, yeah. But what what makes her... Why is she in the West? Why is she... What, Wait, she you, has what, to be in the West? Does that that was yeah. the oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah, the assignment was to... Um, we're going to give you a name and then you have to make up their story in the West. Okay, well then she's in the West. So then, if somebody wants to quote unquote <laughs> be a, like like do a duel with her, that's her weapon, and it can also double as a shield. Great! Wow, fun. Yeah. So we had uh, Johnny Dazzles, the m- the traveling Western traveling magician. Magician. And we had we settled in Oregon. The, s- the devious witch. The the yeah the spiteful witch who went to who went to a who went to a magic school in the West. I didn't and know it was in the West. Yeah, that, that yeah. was like that was like the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah, so okay, see, thing. I was not the only one who no, had no I idea. I, I gave also you was not listening. something different because I was like, witch, you know, they call people witches in the West. So oh. I just didn't catch. Mm, I mean, I I, I, if I would have realized that it was in the West, I probably could have put together something a little bit more that in that department. Yeah, yeah because right, then yeah. I got. Do we want to try bubblegum queen? No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. bubblegum queen. Name? The bubblegum queen has a pink cowboy hat. There we go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She's a um, girl cowboy. She got a pink hat. The corn <laughs> She got husk. pink everything. Man. Pusk? The well, corn I'm, husk. Well, I'm the corn husk, man. Uh, husk. I was born in uh, 1875, and I uh, barely made it into the West. Uh, I moved over back to about Oregon somewhere around... Uh, 1900 <clears throat> excuse me i had to clear my throat and uh i uh mainly grew maize uh they call it corn up there though um and uh my whole thing was that i used to take the husks and sort of make my clothes out of them because i didn't have a whole lot of other resources and so uh, i mean it wasn't it wasn't I, I say clothes it was more kind of just like husks put together and then draped over my body well i say husks it was more like um the blood of my enemies well i say the blood of my enemies it was more like uh, their skin um and uh, yeah, that's why they call me the Corn Husk Man. Mm. That took a dark turn. Congratulations. <laughs> Those the Corn Husk. You de husked more than corn. I did. I de husked people. Three, two, one. Establishing connection. Established. Initializing. This is how we feel. Let's go! Let's go! New year, new me. This is how we feel. What is up, ladies and gents, and everything in between? Nice. I am Ryan. Hi. Welcome to This Is How We Feel, a podcast where we take a piece of media and tell you how we feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Ryan Diaz. And to my right, I'm looking at Gabster. 
Welcome in. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate me. it. It's been weeks since we've sat down. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. literal weeks. So much time. Since the first podcast. Sitting to her right, I have Louis the King. Hi. The third. Thank the you third. for having me. Yes. How are you? I am amazing. It's good to hear. So happy to be back with my ladies, all my ladies, mm. all my oh. single and single. non-single ladies. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and to his right and my left, the infamous... Baby Jizzle. The infamous Johnny the Kid. Johnny Ooh. Dazzles the Kid. <laughs> Johnny Dazzles the Putting Kid. Putting on a show. Yes, yes. And that is everybody here. And today we're here to talk about my entrance to New Year, New Me, movies in the last five years that are good. <laughs> that wasn't really the that are good. <laughs> that are good, but I, that's what I'm going to use as my justification for this. Because uh, it's not the best movie, but it's good. I like it. enjoy it. It's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Um, but before we jump into all that, um, does anybody have any housekeeping we didn't get into in the last week's episode? Mm. Great. So, awesome. And my quick rec <laughs> for this week would be play Red Dead Online. That's honestly one of the reasons I picked this movie because I was in a big cowboy mood and this is a big mm. cowboy movie and that game is very realistic and also very, very fun. Um, so, Red Dead Online is my... Quick recommendation. Anybody else got something? Delicious. I'm going to recommend Euphoria. If you're not already watching it like the other 10 million people in the world, I think. Um, it's <laughs> a not. really good show. It's a really good show. It's very. It gets very deep into drug use and addiction really and deep. abuse, all relationship, all that shit all those wonderful flavors all those wonderful flavors it gets real serious and a lot of people think it glorifies drug use in some aspects i can see that but it definitely gets down to the nitty-gritty shit in season in the new season Mm. so that's my recommendation anybody else got another one um i've been playing a lot of dead by daylight and that's been pretty fun um i usually play as laurie strode or (laughs) the shape but I just recently. Oh, she's got, in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is it really? Her hot. name is Laurie Strode. It's Laurie Strode. That's awesome. She's like one of the survivors. She's like actually in the game. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. And I think she gets like s- like specific bonuses and stuff. Yeah. Like, they are, yeah. They all have like very very like unique like traits to them. But like, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of like switch around. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to explain the gameplay too much. No, no, no. no just, yeah, but that sounds that sounds but, cool that she's yeah. actually in it. Yeah. And it's the shape. Like it's actually called the shape. It's, it's the like, shape. It's like Michael yeah. Myers. It's like mm-hmm. legitimately. Yeah. They have like you know how. I feel like is it by daylight or another one, but or like wait, no Friday the Thirteenth is a thing, yeah. And then like yeah. Dead by Daylight, I always thought was like they take the monster, but they make it like slightly different yes. so that they don't get copyrighted. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Like, I think Freddy is like the nightmare, right? He's the nightmare, but it's not really face. Freddy, right? I mean, it's it's <clears throat> it basically is because um, like even his look in this game, it looks like the one from the 2010 remake. And, and Ghostface is actually Ghostface. And Ghostface, yeah, he has a um a number of like outfits. Freddy's is just like the the classic look, but Ghostface has a couple different like outfits and one of them is like the iconic one from like the movie, the classic one. Mm. And then a couple other ones are just like, kind I can of see like, that too, where it's like generic. Where it's like, you know, 
you have these characters and then you can have skins for them that make them yeah. maybe this thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Michael's, right. a, if you look at Michael, he kind of looks kind of like a, just like a stencil of like Michael Myers. Or, yeah. You know, yeah, he looks you. pretty basic. Yeah. But, but like they I'm even not... have like the little theme song and then they also have like a, a oh, little... Oh, so that yeah. happens? Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's cool that yeah. they got the white the rights to that. The whites to that. That's what I'm saying. I w- I'm not sure if it's like <laughs> copyrighted, trademarked yeah. or whatever. Like if they have the actual rights or if they're like getting as close as they can. possible. Yeah, like maybe it's pitched up and you don't really realize it. You know what I mean? You should, yeah. you should look it up. I will. I, will. I mean, not right now. But not right now. But yeah. 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 Oh, so my yeah. quick wreck would be, ooh, that's a good one. Let's say getting Hawaiian food. Hawaiian oh, food is not something so I had good. in Florida, but being yeah, on the East Coast, there's a lot of Hawaiian places. Oh, and West I think Coast. West, Coast, one. West Coast. Oh, yeah. West, West Coast. Sorry. East Coast. East and um, <laughs> it's kind of like a Chipotle where you like you go up and you're like, okay, this kind of rice and this kind of meat and whatever. So you can make, make your own bowl. Got really yeah. good stuff. I've never had the in store experience until almost that one time that we went. Oh, and yeah, the, for Spider Man. W- yeah. yeah, that was good. And it was good, but I was like, the other places that I order from, when they get like, I just order whatever the thing is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like get to pick or whatever. Yeah. I just like order a combination or whatever, and then I get this fucking giant thing of food. Yeah. yeah. And at that place, it was like, I want a little of this, I want a little, of this, a little of this. But then it was like, this much. I'll be all the things, and I was like, "Damn, I wish yeah. I had more of that." We also all got smalls because we were about to head to the movie. Oh, that's theater. true. Yeah, if you we get the large, yeah, yeah. a lot more. Okay, yeah. got you. That's true. I forgot that we did get smalls. Yeah, yeah. I can't finish it in one go. But yeah, <clears throat> I usually do though. Right. So those were our quick cracks. Sounds good. Let's jump into this western movie. Woo! I really, you know what? And I knew yeah. I I I, I want to preface this whole episode with I was gonna do Baby Driver, but it's not streaming right now, and I didn't want to pay for it. And I was also going to do Parasite, but I didn't want to watch Parasite separately. I wanted us all to sit down and watch Parasite together. Uh-huh. And not for not, just just because I wanted to experience it with you. And since we weren't going to be able to do that, I was like, well, I'm going to pick a movie that I think is good. It happened within the last five years and is like a quality film. Like there's a lot of technical proficiencies in this film. You know what I mean? And it's there's a lot of there's a lot that happens in this movie that you're not really paying attention to because you're more invested in whatever weird story they're telling. Yeah. But like... The filters they use, the the coloring they do, like all the landscapes, the owl shots, like mm-hmm. all these very specific things that like really make the movie like an art piece more like. Yeah. All right. So the movie is called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It was released in 2018, so barely made the cut. Um, the running time was 133 minutes, so a couple hours. Um, she honestly didn't, f- I feel like it doesn't feel long, but it does, like it drags, but it's not. It didn't feel like at the end of the two hours, I wasn't like, God, thank God it's over. I was more no, like, was. okay, that I was, was a <laughs> little bit. I, I think, was asleep. Girl. I think that you fell asleep, but like no, at the very end, to be honest, yeah. okay. I just feel like the last one the was last the one, one was my that, favorite one. Oh, really? I well, it's one really of my favorite ones. Like that one. Really? No. Wait, which was the last one? The, the very more, last one, the train one. No, they're in a carriage. That was my second oh, yeah, favorite sorry. one. Yeah, that's my second favorite one too. Second favorite. But ballad is first. It was so Wait, good. Which the one was the last really one? Because I want to make sure that they're I know in a carriage and yeah. and her her brother dies and then the, the and then she gets shot. The harm. No, yeah. no, that's not the last one. Oh, what are we talking about? I'm sorry. No, the, they're in a qu- carriage. There's four people in a carriage. It's the yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh. I fell asleep for that one. No, but that's like, my the whole thing. But the thing, no, not the whole thing. I I was well. The end is what makes it a good thing because it's about more. I was like, I was like. You didn't see it, so it's fine. But I re- I saw this lady getting upset. She was like, <gasps> "That's yeah, like oh, yeah, how yeah, far." Yeah. I got. The problem with watching these movies, this movie specifically at night, is that that last scene. We watched it. We started at it's like three only, or four o'clock. It's it was only like four dialogue. o'clock. <laughs> 
It's just straight left. up like back and forth dialogue <laughs> exactly. and tension and character. So you have to be I really appreciated to every that, thing that they're saying. But like yeah. the ending was a little like off for me. But we'll discuss it once we talk about it. Anyways, I no, don't I got I, that far. I think that the movie feels like exactly two hours. Like I, I, all I mean is that it didn't feel like, oh my God, that was such a fucking endeavor. It felt like I was here for eight hours. Like at the end of it, I was like, okay, like this was, this was a solid, like every piece felt like a chunk. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, directed by the Coen brothers. I disagree. I disagree as well. I disagree well, as well. Can, but yeah, directed go. by the Coen Brothers, they've made a lot, they've made a lot of uh, different movies. Uh, Burn after reading, um, Hail Caesar, stuff like that. Written by the Coen Brothers as well. All right, let's just get into it. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm gonna read in a in a country in a Western accent, by the way. I expected nothing less. <laughs> Honestly, I was very tired of that. There's this whole thing. <laughs> We open on a large leather-bound novel on top of a table that is titled Buster Scruggs and Other Tales of the American Frontier. The film itself is an anthology of six tales taken from the book with six consequent color plate illustrations for each story. We slowly open the book and observe the first color plate and first story. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Hassan Sabasan Burton. Buster Scruggs, a cheerful singing cowboy, arrives at an isolated cantina full of outlaws, where he exchanges insults with another patron before effortlessly shooting everyone as they reach for their guns. Buster then wanders into Frenchman's Gulch and enters a saloon, leaving his guns at the door to comply with its no-firearms policy. He joins a game of poker that a player has suddenly left, but discovers the player vacated the seat after being dealt the infamous dead man's hand which the other players insist Buster play now that he's seen the cards. When Buster refuses, a large medicine player named Joe stands and draws a concealed pistol. After failing to persuade Joe to end the confrontation, Buster repeatedly kicks a plank in the poker table, which tips Joe's gun hand so that his pistol points backwards and discharges right into his face. <laughs> Having shot himself three times, Joe falls dead. Buster breaks the barroom tension with a boisterous song about Surly Joe. Much to patrons' delight, Joe's brother arrives in dismay and challenges Buster to a gunfight in the street. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta change this. I like it. I'll turn it down just a little bit. Water. Cool water. Okay. Water. I love this song. Much to the patrons' delight, Joe Brothers arrives and this man challenges Buster's to a gunfight in the street. Buster gladly obliges and proceeds to shoot off each of the fingers of his right hand before finishing him off with a sick shot, delivered over the shoulder and using a mirror. <laughs> yeah, that dude was screaming. A young singing cowboy clad in black then rides into town and poli politely challenges Buster. Buster again happily obliges, but much to his surprise, the young man is an even faster draw and shoots him directly through his forehead. Buster examines the wound in disbelief before collapsing, admitting via voiceover that he should have foreseen that you can't be top dog forever. The young man and Buster then sing a bittersweet duet called When a Cowboy Trays His Spurs for Wings. As Buster's spirit rises from his body and floats towards heaven, complete with angel rings and a lyre. Lyre? Lear? 
Lear. And expressing hope of a place above where people are better than they are on Earth. Otherwise, what are all those songs about? Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So that is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. That is my favorite. Not the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the end of that we one. Wish. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, so the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is, my, is definitely my favorite in the anthology because I like how, like, uppity it is like it's very positive and funny and jokey and then there's a lot of songs in it which i love songs the yeah. kid like the guy that sings um when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings he's like a country singer or like a like a, a folk singer from morgan okay. or something and so he's not like an actor but he plays that role so perfectly like the guy the man in black that shoots him like i thought that was perfect mm-hmm. um yeah i love i honestly think that scene like that story is so perfect i love it to death i love every aspect about it when he's walking, when he's riding through his, through the the gigantic countryside, the gigantic wild west, singing to his his horse that's fucking dehydrated, about to pass out, and the first thing he does when he gets to a bar is ask for whiskey, and the guy's like, "We don't serve whiskey. It's a dry county. What are they drinking? Whiskey? Whiskeys. <laughs> but them's outlaws." He's like, "Well, I'm a fucking outlaw too." I'll shoot them all up right now. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking does. Yeah, I got nervous when I was watching this because I was like, I don't understand cowboy lingo. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I don't watch Western movies. I'm not it's into just, this. It's like. But I was just like, I was just going with it. He, they talk <laughs> like, they talk like they're using words that are too big for them. Yeah. Yeah. But like they understand what they're saying. Like they are using the words correctly, but like where why I thought you yeah. what are you like you got some good education on Yeah, the like when right. they were saying some words, well, I was like, I what the not, fuck uh, are we talking about? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like supplementable connectical like, yeah, te- like what the fuck? Like <laughs> I, yeah. I definitely think that some elements of it were really really interesting and really clever. But I think they shot all the guys' fingers off. It it, it <laughs> wasn't like that, it, yeah. it wasn't my favorite out of the stories. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah, either. And when it ended, when 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 he was dead, I was like, wait a minute, this whole thing is called this thing yeah. because of him. I thought maybe he's that not coming back. I thought maybe he was. They like, were gonna yeah. connect, or like some of the other stories were gonna show him like earlier in the life or whatever. But they didn't. So that kind of we keep like, talking about me. that, and I don't want that to be a a big. Reason it's not for like not a voting. drawback. Okay. That was just like Everyone's something like, that wait, I went through. Where I was like, like, wait, so the whole thing yeah. isn't about the ballad. Like, oh, okay. A Buster's exactly. I mean, that's when like you guys when 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 he, uh, when I misunderstood what Louis was asking me in the group chat one time about whether or not we were recording today. I said in the thing, I was like, it's a it's the anthology with six different stories and blah 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 all this stuff. And so yeah, but Trick or Treat was different stories, but, but they, they were all connected. connected. Yeah, I mean, so I thought, and I it thought wasn't they called like, one of the characters that were only in one that's story. True, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think Trick or Treat is one of the is the name of one of the stories in there. I oh. think that's the name of the little boy's story. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It still felt generic enough where it wasn't yeah. called. You know, if this movie was called The West or whatever, yeah, it'd probably yeah. be a lot better. Yeah, I don't think this was my favorite. I think it landed somewhere in the middle of the pack for me. And I feel like the musical aspect for it set up a tone that like none of the stories were as uppity as this one. Right. None of them had like as light of a tone and yeah. none of them had yeah. music. So I thought it was going to be like more musical going through. Yeah. So when the next stories were like slower and then continuously darker, I was like, where are we going? So it kind of like but took I me do... on a journey. I'm glad it started me off easy. Exactly. And, you know, I was going to say, into it. I think this was like the perfect opening story. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because it was, it was light. It was the like, okay, let's... Yeah. In the middle. Yeah, no. Yeah. Would be like, that would have been like up, down, up, down shit. Like, yeah. I really, <laughs> I really do 
the reason I like this one so much is because of the music, like 100%. Like, he starts out singing Cool Water, and then he sings Surly Joe, and then he sings his the final song when he dies. And it's like every aspect of all three of those songs I really liked, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also really liked, I don't remember the guy's, the actor's name. I think I wrote it down, but the French guy at the poker table, like he is hilarious. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, and I do like the, the moral of this story where it's kind of like, you can only be top dog for so long and there's always going to be someone younger yeah. and faster at the end yeah. of the day. So. And you, and you can't, you can't get too cocky. Cause yeah. he yeah. was, he was, it's not that he was too cocky, but he was too cocky. Like he thought, like he was explaining everything to the audience, like, "Oh, this is how life is when you're mm-hmm. awesome." And yeah, then got fucking did, shot in the head. I yeah. did really, really like the scene where the first duel, where he was uh, using the mirror and then like yeah. explaining everything. He's like, "Well, it's in the mirror, so it's to the right, but it, the gun is also upside yeah. down, and, we're and facing it's also the same facing way. the other yeah, way." Yeah, but better like, not play it too fancy. Play Shoot it. him in the fucking head. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful. That was yeah. funny, and I like that part. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, that guy. Um, they, I, I love how they all like them the like everyone in that town when they say like do you need a count they both say no sir but they're saying no sir but they're like no sir like you need a count no sir that's what the guy says on their side and then when the guy in the black asks blake nelson or asks buster scrug um do you need a count he's like no sir and then he gets fucking shot. What, is, yeah. what does that mean? Do you need a count? Like, uh, so when you're dueling, you can either go like three, oh, two, yeah. one, and then shoot. Or you can like throw a hat in the air. And when it lands on the ground, you shoot. Oh. But they're like, do you need a count? Or are you just going to watch my hands? When my hands move, then your hands move type yeah. thing. He's like, do you need a count? No. Easy. Uh, let me tell you, buddy. There's a <laughs> faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes. Anyways. Um, yeah, I like this one a lot. Let's move on to the next one. Near Algedons. A young cowboy robs an isolated bank in New Mexico. Oh, yes. Okay. As he is <laughs> fleeing, the jabbering bank teller shoots at him, forcing him to take cover behind a well. He returns fire, but the teller charges him while wearing a washboard and several pots and pans as armor, which deflects all the cowboy's bullets as the teller repeatedly cackles, PAN SHOT! (laughs) The teller knocks the cowboy out with the butt of his shotgun. When the cowboy regains consciousness, he is sitting up his horse under a tree with his hands tied and a noose around his neck. A lawman and posse ask for his final words since they convicted him and sentenced him to death while he was semi-conscious. The execution is interrupted by ambushing Comanche. Warriors who quickly slaughter the lawman and the posse but leave the cowboy in place upon the horse. After a time, a drover happens by and frees the cowboy, who then joins him on his drive. However, the drover is actually a rustler, and they are promptly chased down by another, man's law, by another lawman's posse. The drover escapes, but the posse captures the cowboy and takes him into town where the judge sum- similarly orders him to hang. As the cowboy stands upon the gallows with three other men awaiting execution, he looks to the man to his left, who is weeping and bemoaning his fate, and quips, first time, bemoaning. Bemoaning his bemoaning. fate, yeah, that's a word. As bemoaning. the cowboy's eyes then settle on a young woman in the crowd, the hangman abruptly pulls the hood, uh, ho- abruptly hoods him, and then pulls the trapdoor lever to cheers and applause. Um, can I go first? Um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. There's 
this is where like the story took a turn where it wasn't musical it wasn't upbeat it wasn't fun and yeah. like i wasn't sure what the moral of this story was he just escaped death twice it was a bank robber who escaped death twice um i was also confused what's what's a wrestler a wrestler is someone who who shoots people that are um driving cattle and takes the cattle Oh, oh, so he's like a bandit, basically. Basically, and that's why when the lawman came, he was like, "All right, I'm out of here." I'm out of here, yeah, because they know that he stole the cattle. So. Oh, and he had the cattle, right? And then he started going, but I don't. But think James Franco they... stayed because yeah. he was like, "Why? Why are we running? These are our these are our cows. We can just talk to the people." He didn't know. I see. That's yeah. what confused me because so I was wait. like, "Why did he stay? Like, lawmen are coming after him. Run with him." There's so when no... they when they found him, then they took him for thinking that he stole the. The, that oh, he was okay. part of the wrestlers. I thought they were oh. like, oh well, there's like, like a bounty out cows. for he's you. Like, those I didn't steal those cows. I was just helping this some I didn't guy. Get that part either. Yeah, that's what they say when he's when okay, they're sending yeah. it to him. He's like, right. I didn't steal those cows. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, well, but then he ends up dying anyway. That makes more sense. Yeah. I thought they I, the, just got him because he escaped death last. Not time. every one of these stories has a moral. I think the thing that you need to think about more, and uh, everyone needs to think about more in these movie in these scenes, is what they're saying about mortality. This whole movie is about death. Yeah. It's yeah. representative I about death. Yeah. Definitely feel that. Yeah. And so like th- this is that it, this is sort of like you you can't escape, escape it, it and yep. it's like um, it comes for everyone. It comes for everyone and it's and he just had like an immense amount of bad luck. Well, yeah. it, it's like it's like karma in a sense where it's like you robbed a bank and now you you're escaped, for it. but yeah. now you're going to yeah, still pay for it. it. Yeah. Right. I didn't. Uh, what's the point? Him looking at that pretty girl, girl, pretty yeah. girl. Yeah. I didn't like that. Just I was like, as fuck. just the last thing that he saw. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a pretty okay. girl. <laughs> That's yeah. This story had a lot of things that like didn't connect yeah. for me in the moment. Like there's some things something. that I just didn't understand in the moment, yeah. like the wrestler and why all of this was happening. Um, That's another thing. It takes a lot of context clues in the sentences that you can barely understand already to understand what's going on. Yeah. And so it's like they're talking in a in a vernacular that we don't understand. And then yeah. you have to also like pick up these words that are never said and and then kind of figure them out based on what they're saying. But yeah. it's like I already don't know what they're saying. So yeah. Because when the wrestler started to go away, they showed them getting closer, and then it cut to him already on the the news. So like I think. Well, no, he was in, he was in front of the judge guy, and the judge was like, "What's it doing?" He's like, "He stole some horses, cows, or whatever." He's like, "I didn't steal yeah. the cows." Shut up. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um. But uh, uh, I do like when he's hanging on the horse. And the lawman's like, uh, do you have any last words? And he's like, last words? And he's like, yeah, we just sentenced you. He's like, what's my sentence? And they're all like laughing. And he's like, uh, you're death by hanging. We found we found this tree. And do you have any last words? And he's like, well, I hardly think that bank teller fella fights fair. <laughs> and I was like, that's <laughs> the last thing you're going to say? That's funny. Yeah. He's like, but all right. <laughs> and then he would have died right after that. But no, nope, he didn't. Um, oh, what the fuck? This is how we spy. What? How did I get to that? Oh, that's funny. This is how we spy. This is different. <coughs> spy in the West. Spy in the West. But yeah, this one, this one was interesting. She was definitely somewhere in the middle of, pe- of the pack. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. It just told a story. Yeah. All right, move on. Let's take the next one. Meal ticket. It's my least favorite one. An aging impresario and his artist Harrison, a young man with no arms or legs, travel from town to town in a wagon that converts into a small stage where Harrison theatrically recites classics such as Shelley's poem Osmandius, the biblical story of Cain and Abel, works by Shakespeare including Sonnet 29 and The Temptist, 
and Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The impresario <laughs> collects money from the audience at the end of each performance, but profits are dwindling as they visit increasingly remote mountain towns with smaller and more indifferent audiences. Following a performance that yields no profit, the imp Oh, wait, sorry. Following a performance that yields no profit, <laughs> the impresario observes a man nearby drawing a crowd nearby drawing a crowd with a chicken that can ostensibly perform basic arithmetic by pecking at painted numbers to answer addition and subtraction equations that the audience calls out 11 like, take yeah. away 3 well, why were they doing it that way they were saying take like away. take away and like add 11 yeah. twice 11 twice <laughs> 11 twice um after buying the chicken, the impresario drives the wagon through a mountain pass and stops by a bridge over Russian water. Oof. He walks to the center of the bridge and drops a large stone to gauge the water's depth before returning to the wagon. The impresario resumes driving the wagon with the caged chicken as his only passenger. I think we can just rule out that this was the worst story. Absolutely. absolutely. It was absolutely. Damn. Not just that it had a bad ending, but everything watching it was boring. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <sighs> like Dudley over here is doing a fantastic job giving me like monologue after monologue. Yes, yeah. And he's not breaking. He is not yeah. going fucking nuts. Yeah. He is doing that shit word for word and killing it every time. And I just didn't want to see it. It was very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. I felt so bad when I saw him strapped up to the chair and like he had to be in the same room while oh that guy was fucking. Yeah. I wish I forgot about that. Yeah. That just brought it down. Lord have mercy. Point, girl. Mm -hmm. They drove all the way back into town. That was, was they went all the way back to, to town. Yeah, yeah. To fuck. He's like, yeah. yeah, we're going into town. We're going oh to town. Yeah. Just to do that. And I like, hate why that. Why do you gotta be in the room? Like, yeah. And even after that, I thought that he was gonna like fucking then like go nuts while he was performing or something. I thought so and too. he did it. I kept waiting for something to happen because I'm like, there's no way we're 20 minutes into good. this performance I've already seen right. for it to be the same thing and, and every, not be yes. an interruption, a different, you know, but it, no, it never exactly. happened. Every time that it kept giving us a montage of the fucking passages he was reading i'm yeah. just like i get it i get it i get it and like I get it, it. it puts you in the perspective of liam neeson which i think is why they do it yeah. because yeah. he's going crazy exactly. listening to it he feels what we're feeling and yeah. then he's not getting paid anymore from it either and he's yeah. like fuck and every well, time it goes to the audience members who look bored and then it's just like even he's less like left at left left in the gutters in london found in london no mother penniless motherless penniless but you would yeah. think yeah. that then they would be like well we clearly are getting more money in a different area yeah so we need area. to go somewhere else why are you going to small towns girl exactly why don't you keep going in the same direction where you keep getting less and less people yeah, yeah. stay which in leads New York, us to the next story the <laughs> this is one of those things where it's like it's just like when we watched hereditary and it was like this movie is so good, but it 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 hurts to yeah. watch. It's horrible to watch. Yeah. It's a bad experience to watch. Yeah. But like, what's happening is like Liam Neeson. I thought was doing a fantastic job, but I hated him. Yeah. I hated him I the whole time. But I think he was doing like his acting was really good, and so was Dudley's acting. Yeah, really, it definitely really good. comes down to that's what I think they wanted. Yeah, they us wanted to that. Feel, feel. So yeah. that's a plus. Even though it was yeah. a negative, even though it's a negative, yeah. it's a positive. It was but, a plus. But you know, it's uh, not trying to be good and it's bad. They're trying to be as bad as possible. When I watched it, when I watched it most recently, it it hurt a lot less than the first couple times that I watched it. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, I'm, I almost turned off the movie because I was like, that that is, I don't want to, like, I don't yeah. want to keep watching it if it's gonna be like this. As soon as, yep. but then the Gold Canyon is. Ooh. Oh, that's the next so one. So good. Yes. And this really, I, that's what I was the terrible ending of this one really like made me. 
wary during the Gold Canyon because yeah. that is my favorite story, and I was just waiting for, for something terribly horrible to happen yeah, the whole me. time. For me, it's Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and then um, the Mortal Remains, which is the last one, All Gold Canyon, and then uh, the Girl Who Got Rattled. But we're gonna go next to All Gold Canyon. Uh, Hello, Mister Pocket. All right. <laughs> A grizzled. <laughs> Only three. A grizzled prospector arrives in a pristine mountain valley and decides to dig for gold in a grassy meadow beside a river. Over the course of several days, he pans through the shovels of dirt to count the gold specks and then... I meant to say pans. He pans through the shovels of dirt to count the gold specks and then begins digging a deeper hole once he has, of course, triangulated the likely source. After his first night camping at the site, he spots an owl tending its treetop nest near the edges of the valley. When he climbs up and reaches the nest, her watchful gaze from a nearby tree causes him to replace three or four of the eggs he had taken for his breakfast. But then takes one more and says, how hawking birds count anyway? Which is funny because the chicken count. <laughs> On his third day, he digs out gold nuggets of increasing size before finally reaching Mr. Pocket. A large gold vein running through the quartz that he has uncovered. No sooner has he made his discovery than a young man who has been trailing the prospector and letting him do all the work. Sneaks up to the edge of the hole and shoots the prospector in the back. The prospector falls face down. When the young man jumps into the hole after several minutes of waiting to make sure he was dead, he goes to steal the gold and the prospector stops feigning death and wrestles the young man's gun away and kills him. The prospector cleans and assesses his wound in the stream Confirming it is not lethal, or as he put it, he didn't hit nothing important. <laughs> he finishes mining the gold, buries the young man's body, the measly skunk, <laughs> and, and in the same hole, and then departs the valley. Ooh, doggy! This is my favorite story. This one was really good. It was so fun. This this was like the best of. Quote unquote boring, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like it was boring to watch him just Simplistic. pick out a shovel, but you're like, pant, Ooh, gold, 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 like gold, seven yeah. flakes, girl. And yes. then when he gets down to three, I'm like, like oh, okay, no, it was back there, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got it, yeah. you got exactly. it. It's like watching someone solve a mystery, you're like and on the edge of it. It's like, come girl. on, please, just and it's, I love that they just made it simple. He knew what he was doing, yeah, it's not like, yeah. oh, he, he didn't end up finding it because he didn't know how to fucking look for yeah. it correctly. He made sense of what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it and was another, great. So He's a another, cute old man. Another really realistic <laughs> part of this movie, though, too. Like, all the things so far that we've watched, except for the ballad of Buster Scruggs, everything that we've seen so far is, like, this is how it was in the West. You know what I mean? Yeah. People robbed banks. People... Um, robbed each other. Robbed each other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, people were digging for gold. People were by themselves in vast, giant land yeah. with nobody and nothing yeah. around for miles, for miles and miles and miles and miles. And the only authority of who's my, what's mine and what's yours is your dominance yeah. of life or death. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this this one also had a lot of beautiful nature shots. The river itself, the valley, him climbing the tree and seeing yes. everything else. The yeah. deer, the CGI deer. I thought the, the owl was going to come back to like get him. Like he was like, uh, oh, how hot can I count? I thought like the owl was going to come and kill him uh, in his yeah, sleep or something. What does the owl symbolize? Yeah, know, it never really it came back. Every time it comes on the screen, I, I'm like starstruck by its red eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I always, I'm always thinking about uh, Twilight. 
<laughs> the yeah, absolutely. I, the Cullen's I eyes. screamed when he got shot in the back because I was waiting for Bitch. something bad to happen, and it happened. Did you see the shadow though? And I did, but then the I rock, think I did. Yeah, the second I did. time I thought it was like something I did see, in like, there. I, I thought it was. I, like a glow. I was like, when I first saw the movie, I was like, he knows there's something happening, but I was like, oh, that's just like a cloud going over. It yeah. looks so wispy. It didn't or look like a glow. Or, I, I don't know. thought that like the earth was like, like an earthquake was happening and I thought he was going to die and get crushed oh. because oh, and get, like, I was already hole. expecting the worst to happen Yeah, because I was like, well, shit, the other guy died. This guy died. Right. It's, and then he's he going to die. He looks, <laughs> at the, he looks at the pickaxe because it's like kind of far and he's like, he's like mm-hmm. trying to, he's that's trying to calculate when I, when I saw how fast he could. <laughs> yeah, chuck that bitch. <laughs> and the fact that he survived and he got his gold in the end. Yeah. Oh, beautiful! What yeah. a great story. I also was yeah, scared that skunk. he was gonna die. Um, like after the wound shot, yeah. I thought yeah. he was gonna yeah. fall asleep and die. Me too. And, and then it, then it was like that he was drinking he was coffee. Sleeping. I thought he was. He was yeah, drinking he was coffee like at one point, and he went. Time. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he was just gonna like die like <laughs> that, and that would have been so sad yeah. for him to do all that work for nothing. <laughs> but yeah, this when one he, was after really he, good. He, he shoot him after he did all that work. Yeah, as yeah. big as that vein was, though, he only came out with like two or three bags. Oh no, yeah, three bags. But back like, then, oof. yeah, that, that's, that's that probably true. Yeah. Probably like that's you can enough, like, like buy like two uh, hands, two like farm hands or whatever, like minor hands, and then yeah, come, come back, back and get and the rest. rest yep. Yeah. Okay, ready? So glad he survived. Ready. The gal who got rattled. <laughs> Alice Longabaugh. And her older brother Gilbert, an inept businessman, are journeying in a wagon train across the prairie towards Oregon, where Gilbert claims a new business partner will marry his sister. Gilbert has a violent Gilbert has a violent coffin fit and dies shortly after they embark. Colorado. The wagon train's Colorado. leaders, Mr. Billy Knapp and uh, Mr. Arthur, attribute Gilbert's death to cholera and help Ar- Alice help Heron, help Alice bury him. Though she has no definite prospects in Oregon, Alice decides to continue the trip rather than return east. Matt, the young man Gilbert hired to lead their wagon, claims Gilbert promised him a higher-than-usual wage of $400, half Damn. of which he expects when they reach the halfway pit at Fort Lar- 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 Laramie? Laramie? Fort Laramie. Fort Laramie. Fort Laramie. Featuring Gilbert, fearing, fearing Gilbert's money was buried with him, Alice conveys her predicament to Billy, who offers his support in contemplating how to proceed. He also does Alice the favor of first attempting to shoot Gilbert's small dog, President Pierce, then scaring. Oh, right, the noise. I'm not sure what to do about it. Uh, Alice is um. Then scaring him off because the dog's constant barking has drawn widespread complaints. Through the course of their conversations, Billy grows fond of Alice. He proposes to solve her dilemma by mem- marrying her in Fort Laramie, assuming Gilbert's debt to Matt and retiring from leading wagon trains to build a home and family with her upon 640 acres in Oregon. That he can claim according to the Homestead Act. Alice is surprised by Billy's proposal, but has grown fond of him, so she accepts. Billy informs Mr. Arthur that this will be their last ride together. But then the following morning, Mr. Arthur notices Allison is missing. Allison? Alice. Alice is missing. <laughs> he rides over a nearby hill to find her reunited with President Pierce and laughing as he barks at the antics of some prairie dogs. Mr. Arthur then spots a Native American scout advancing war party. Preparing for a fight, he gives Alice a pistol so that if he is killed, she can shoot herself and avoid capture. 
Mr. Arthur twice drives back the charging warriors with his rifle, but a remaining warrior momentarily appears to kill him. He kills the warrior, then discovers that, well, when he appeared to have died, Alice shot herself as, she, as he had instructed. Instructed. <laughs> instructed. Mr. Arthur sadly walks. Mr. Arthur sadly walks back to the wagon train with President Pierce, unsure of what to say, to Billy Knapp. Oh my Santa! Fuck this so one! Sad. What the this hell? This one really pissed me off. Me too, but it's got to be one of my favorites it's, too. This is my <laughs> second favorite. Like the gold is definitely my favorite, but this one was like so good. And even though it had like a bad ending, it was like <clears throat> realistic, justified. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it made sense. Like I when really, you saw her, I was like so heartbroken. Girl. I love how they went. I love how they like flipped Mr. Arthur because I was like, what? A, like Mr. Arthur had wants nothing to do with this, but then, yeah. but then like. They mention that he's a crack shot, and they mention that he's been doing this for years. Yeah. And then, like, when he gets out there and he starts talking, like, really talking more than he's ever talked, I'm like, damn. So it's not that he didn't care. He's just, like, concerned about other things. Like, he yeah. clearly was concerned about this yeah. very thing happening yeah. to him. Yeah, and, and if he's, he's like, off oh. his game, then everybody's fucked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. He's a no-nonsense dude. That's why he was very no-nonsense for the rest of it, yeah. Yeah, this is one of my favorites, for sure. Like, oh, this is a great I'm... love story. Like, the yeah. Billy Knapp, oh, my Billy God. Knapp was so charming, so, so charming. helpful to him. Oh, yeah. Very smart. He very was, smart for, so a, for a wagon trail man, you know? The whole way that he proposed was so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> the solution to her problem. Yeah. Uh, Fuck like the brother. A perfect <laughs> yeah, that, that was at first, at first, I thought that he was, like, shady. I thought he was bad because when the brother died, and they, he just seemed shady with that one other guy, um, um, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. And I thought that maybe like they poisoned the brother and then mm. they were going to like, I don't know. I thought that yeah. was going to develop into something. Interesting. Yeah. He was but coughing when they were walking and I was like, this guy's going to die. Like when I first saw this movie, yeah. they, he's like, <coughs> that was a really bad cough. A, a napkin and I'm like, really bad cough. That motherfucker's going to die. Ugh, also, it was very sweet that he didn't kill the dog. Yeah. He, he tried. Like, but he, he tried. He tried, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he, he lied. lied. I thought no, that. he shot three times. I don't think he oh. wasted bullets <laughs> in the West. When he shot three times, me and Babe both were like, what? <laughs> the dog <laughs> shot The back. dog comes back with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> they like wrestled that. each other for it. <laughs> I like how you had the dog holding the gun and walking on two legs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to videos of a dog walking on two, two legs, legs, so I can't get picture it. Yeah. Did, uh, did I send you guys to the group chat that dog squatting in various places? Yeah. yeah. So yes. cute. That was so, so cute. adorable. So cute. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, we're doing a little squat. A little squat. A little squat. Squat. We're going to a little squat. Great story. Simple. Um, the passage of time of just like walking the Oregon Trail, like all that great distance, yeah. was really good too. Him saying that like you can easily get lost out here, it's like the ocean was like, it was just really cool. It was a good story. Mm-hmm. Yes, very good. Very good. Let's wrap this up with, again, one of one of one of the better ones, I think. Uh, even though it's at the very end, and so nobody remembers it. But here we go. Mm. The mortal remains. At sunset, five people. An Englishman, an Irishman, a Frenchman, a lady, and a fur trapper ride to Fort Morgan, Colorado in a stagecoach. Thigpen says that, Thigpen is the Englishman, by the way, says that he and Clarence often travel this route for ferry and cargo, alluding to a corpse on the roof, but he does not specify the nature of their business. Oh, shit. The trapper rambles about his past relationship with a hunk papa woman, in which neither knew the other's language, but communicating through understanding each other's emotions led him to conclude that people are a lot like in their basic needs, just like animals he traps. Mrs. Benjamin, a devout Christian, 
indignantly retorts that there are only two kinds of people, upright and sinning. And explaining that she knows this because her husband, whom she is traveling to meet after having been apart for three years, is a retired Chattaquaca lecturer on moral and spiritual hygiene. Renee challenges her dichotomy and trappers over civilization with reflections on the unique and subjective nature of human experiences. As an example, Renee questions whether Mr. Benjamin conceives of love the same way Mrs. Benjamin does, conjecturing that if he does not, perhaps he has not remained faithful to her during their separation. Mrs. Benjamin becomes apoplectic, apoplectic? apoplectic, and Renee calls out the window for the coach to be stopped, but the driver does not halt. Thigpen explains that the stage's company's policy is to not stop for any reason. Clarence sings a bittersweet folk song, The Unfortunate Lad, which claims Mrs. Betjeman, which calms Mrs. Betjeman, sorry. He and Thigpen then reveal themselves to be reapers or bounty hunters. Thigpen tells the group that their usual method is for him to distract their targets with stories while Clarence thumps them. Thigpen remarks that he enjoys watching them die, especially the expression in their eyes as they negotiate the passage and try to make sense of it. The other three are visibly unsettled by this as they arrive at the dark and foreboding, ho- foreboding hotel in Fort Morgan, where they will all be staying. They remain in the stagecoach while Thigpen and Clarence carry the corpse into the hotel and up its stairway, which is brightly lit from above by a white light. When they slowly disembark and the, couch de- the coach departs without any luggage being unloaded, Mrs. Benjamin and the trapper warily make their own way through the hotel door. Renee pauses to watch the coachman set off, and sets his top hat at a jaunty angle and enters with the air of amused resignation. Yeah, no, I remembered all of that. <laughs> yeah, so the reason I like this one a lot is because you don't understand what's happening until the very end. Right. The they're they are on they're in, uh, on a boat in the River Styx. You know what I mean? They are they are being travel they are traveling to the end of their life. This is a metaphor for them dying. They, all these people are dead. Except for the bounty hunters. They're carrying a person to death. And, uh, yeah, when the coach leaves, it's because he's dropping them in the, in the underworld. You know what I mean? And they're not unloading their luggage because they don't have any personal belongings. They're going to fucking heaven. That's why there's a light at the top of the stairs, too. And that's why I was, like, upset when you said you fell asleep because I was, like, the whole deep thing about this is the, is the end t- 10 seconds or whatever. Um, but, yeah, this is definitely one of my favorites. Because the whole time I'm just like amused with this conversation that they're having. And then you're like, wait a minute. Something more sinister is happening. Like there's something spooky about everything. <clears throat> the, guy, the reason why the guy won't stop is because, you know, he's taking them to death. I, stop in the river I didn't even notice that. I just thought because yeah. this is like the Western. So I thought that was like normal to have bounty hunters. Yeah. And I, that's, I, no, knew, no, that, they, yeah. I knew that they were like confused about it. But I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah, it's a little. It's not like it's a little on the nose. I mean, it's a little um not on the nose. What's the word? Or what's the phrase? Like sub. sub it's a little sublim. So yeah, it's a little subtle, but like, like at the that's like that's what I'm saying. The last thirty seconds is what solidifies it. Like you see the light at the top of the stairs. Okay. You see um the coachman drive off. The buildings that are on the other side of the street are fake buildings. They're just propped up, like oh. pieces of wood basically. Oh. And there's nothing in, in miles. That. It's flat land. <laughs> so you're, hold on. So this isn't just like um, an anal- analogy metaphor. They literally are dead. Those three. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. I was confused because I thought. I mean, I was thinking that maybe they were going to their yeah, death. I mean, I mean like they I mean, were I mean, about I mean, to get they're murdered. Either, yeah, they're either 
they're either dying or dead. But that's the that's the whole thing is that oh. they're traveling with the Reapers that are taking a dead body to the other side. I thought they uh, were scared that the bounty hunters were gonna, gonna kill, kill them. them like as they walk through the yeah, door that's me too. like i mean at first like when he was saying oh i distract people with stories and he thumbs them i kept waiting for them to just like kill Get them in, yeah. the, in yeah. the carriage but, but then when they went inside wanted, so he doesn't care well that's what i was confused about because i'm like if they're not wanted why are they all scared to go inside the hotel yeah so then when they did go inside and then they were just still taking up the, up the stairs, I was like, oh, so they're up there. They're, they both have their hands on the body. There's no reason to be scared now. Just go into the hotel. Yeah, they're scared because they're realizing what's going on, that they're getting dropped off like a hell or like into the Wait, afterlife. So, so they're just dead just because just they died. Dead. Oh, yeah. And then they're just with the Grim Reapers that are dropping they, off a another body. Another dead body, yeah. So they have nothing to do with their death. I was thinking they killed them. No, 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 no. Yeah, like the the <laughs> grit, the I reapers. Wish that was more obvious. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's it's like I don't know the word. It's vague. It's not like it's not specific the way that they describe it. But it's like that's why they call themselves like soul. They said something about like reapers of the soul instead of like actually bounty hunters. Like they don't like to be called bounty hunters because right. Yeah, and I, I thought I'm they thinking, were just like fancy talkers yeah, they, I mean. yeah. yeah they're being facetious obviously but like it's also like a little bit of a deeper meaning there anyways for the sake of time that was about wow. the bus trucks oh man so i could good. dive into that last one for like two more hours yeah yeah, yeah. like fuck i loved it i thought <laughs> I, I thought it was so good what i loved about it was the first half of just like straight up dialogue yeah five people in a car and we're all like talking about our different ideologies i really like the fur trapper story about him being with a woman woman he didn't even speak the same language to yes. And then after that, you know, the woman getting all upset and being like, it was just like a lot of differing ide- ideologies back and forth. Which yeah. I, I really liked. And I love the French guy. He plays Donnie and Frasier. And that's, I, I mm. the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this guy looks so familiar, but I can't remember anything he's in. And then I looked it up and I was like, yes, he is Donnie from Frasier. Like, mm. I remember him smaller and younger and you know what I mean? And that's what he did. Yeah. But um, I love the Trapper story about the, the woman. I love that he was like, I don't talk much. I used to have a companion. I used to talk to her a lot, but, you know, we didn't understand each other. And then he goes on this giant rampage because he has not talked to anybody. So he's just talking and talking and talking and yeah. talking and talking because he's, like, finally getting it all out. I thought that was hilarious. And, like, even if you don't know what they're saying, just the comfort of another human voice yeah. of, and all that. And then there's one part where he's talking, 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 and the Frenchman's been trying to tell his part of the story, and it keeps interrupting him. And I thought that was so yeah. funny. Yeah, I really enjoyed everything. The, the ending bit is something I gotta dig into more. But yeah, yeah okay. We, we should rewatch it and then like dig into it. But anyways, yeah. starring I just put there's a lot of people in this movie. A lot of people that um really, really, really um deserve to be called out. I'm not gonna call them out. I'm only gonna call out the big people that I can. I could, when I saw their names, I knew who they were. The Liam Neeson. Yeah. So Tim Bake Nelson uh, is Buster Scruggs. Uh, that's the guy from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, from oh, The Holes, from... Just yesterday, I watched an episode of Modern Family, and they went to a ranch, and he was the cowboy guide. Oh. And I literally was like, this is Buster Scruggs. I'm about to watch this movie tonight. That's so funny. And I was like... This, this, this is a simulation. This, the serendipity of it all. <laughs> this is a simulation. <laughs> but yeah. Um, James Franco's the cowboy. Steven Root as the teller. I know him. He's from Dodgeball. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's Which one? Of, is dodgeball. He? Uh, he's the one the with the glasses that's like, I have to get home to my wife and don't. Uh, oh, more, yeah, more. yeah. Yeah, he's okay. the bank teller that, that was like, oh, we had a, we had a, a fire one time. You know what I mean? He kind of has the same kind of cadence when they talk. It's funny. I've been wanting to rewatch Dodgeball. It's so good. Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. 
Liam Neeson as the impresario. Um, Harry Melling as the artist. Tom Waits as the prospector. I don't know what Tom Waits has been in or what he looks like not as a prospector, but I know that he's famous. I've heard that name before. Mm. Sam Dillon as the young man. Again, don't know him, but he was in that scene. Saul Rubinek is the French guy. He's Donnie from Frasier. And then Brandon Gleason, the Irishman. He is from a, um this is not a 30 Kuka show or anything like that, but he is from a Harry he's from Harry Potter. That Irishman guy. And I thought he was Haggard because he sounds like Haggard when they get out of the No, the, he's Mad Eye Moody. Yes, he's yes. Mad Eye Moody. Babe called that at first. I was gonna c I was gonna ask who was this guy. But yes, it's Mad Eye Moody. Isn't yeah. that insane? Yeah, he was good. Um, I like I like the thumping. <laughs> yeah. Um so that brings us to the third degree quiz show. Everybody, gather around. It's time for that very special third degree quiz show. It's the third degree quiz show. Come on down and guess it right. It's the third degree, third degree quiz show. Do it. You didn't even mention James Franco. I did. He, he did. Oh, he I didn't even hear it. He just did oh. it like a maniac. He didn't go into detail. Okay, continue. It's not important. If they really want to know, they'll look it up. <laughs> Wait, who's James Franco? The cowboy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Steven Root, who played the bank teller, also plays Gordon in Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Huh. Ben Stiller is in that movie as well. He happens to play a part in Tropic Thunder. Cobra. Tropic Thunder stars Robert Downey Jr., who of course plays... Iron Man. Iron Man. How many movies has he done that? Has he played Iron Man? Yes. Bonus. What is his name in Tropic Thunder? <laughs> this is great podcasting. Wait, how many? <laughs> how, how many, many movies, movies has, has he Tony been Stark in as Iron Man? Yes. Oh, how many times sure. has Tony Stark played? I mean, how many times has Robert Downey Jr. played Tony Stark? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know them like that. I'm at eight movies. I think there might be more. Think. I can't think right what, now. What are the eight movies you have right now? Count them out again. Okay, them we've got long. Iron Man okay. 1, Iron Man 2, yeah. Iron Man 3. We've got Avengers. We've got Avengers Age of Ultron. We've got Infinity War, and we've got Endgame. He also comes in Civil War, obviously. That's mm-hmm. when everyone gets together. I can't remember another movie where everyone gets together, where Iron Man is in. He's in Homecoming. So nine movies? Is That's that got to be all. Yeah, nine I'll, movies? I'll say nine. Okay. Anybody chance to steal? Do after credit scenes count? Yes. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. <laughs> he was in the movie. Ten. Nine. Incredible Hulk. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. So what? I need numbers, people. Five. Eleven. Four. Three. <laughs> ten. Two. One. Louis gets it. It's ten. Damn it. What's the yeah. one, one that I was Inc- missing? Incredible Hulk. It was the Wait, only really? One, yeah, it's the only one you didn't say. I said, <gasps> I, he said, said that, and I was like, no. Yeah, he's at the end. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's at the very end. Oh, I do. Damn. He walks into a bar or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And what happens? He like gives yeah, his card to Samuel L. Jackson, I think, or something. Or no, oh, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson brings him yeah. to to try and convince Edward Norton to join. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So wow. Babe gets a point for that. Good job. Bonus answer. What was the name of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder? Anybody? No. Uh, no. I don't even um, know what Tropic Thunder Did he Thunder change is. his name? He was doing blackface. Yeah. But that's all I remember. Um, it was like Ezekiel something, but I can't see it now because I'm not in Google Docs. So fuck it. Who's okay. doing blackface? Yeah, yeah. He well, was. it was complicated. Like <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Technically, yes, was doing blackface, but in the context of the movie, his the character that he was playing was problematically doing blackface and like putting on oh, a whole character for okay. this movie. I yeah, he was like an actor in the movie. It, yeah, I get he, it. exactly. Yeah. I get it. I yeah, get it, and so it's like 
Yes, Robert Downey Jr. did it. Yeah, but it's, problematic. Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah, it is. But he, but nobody cares. It's the only one that nobody cares cool, about. Cool. Cool. And, and I think and I and not, I'm not saying that this man speaks for all the black people in the world, but I feel like Jamie if we Fox, brought it up to TikTok, they would cancel him immediately. No, I mean, <laughs> it, it, the it, movie it, is self-aware enough that yeah. it's actually actively calling fact to the fact that he oh, is okay. a bad person. Exactly. For doing this. Yeah. And then okay. Jamie Fox is got on a podcast and was like, "It's the best thing ever." Oh, and okay. like co-signed on it. It's and again, Fox uh, approved. And that, that's, and that's why. And that's why I said. I, I, that's why I said he doesn't speak for all the black people in the world or oh, anybody right. in the world. But like you know, that did he did say that, and that's why. I, I mean, a lot of people say Jamie Fox didn't care as well enough, but I don't think that's a it's thing. It's got the verified check mark on it, <laughs> which is like verified yeah. by Jamie. Yeah, he's Fox. still fucked up. That was not cool. Um, but I believe I don't blame Robert Downey Jr. as much as I blame uh, the writers, the director. S- the okay, yes, the writers and the director. But his <laughs> name is the famous guy from. I just said his name. Wait. Ben Stiller. I blame Ben Stiller. Uh, music by Carter Burwell. Film location was various parts of the West in the United States. We're not going to do that because cool. it's so many. Irrelevant. Colorado, Oregon. Yeah. It's so many things. Nice. Um, it is an anthology, so I'm not going to go over that. I got a few film notes, and then we can jump into the money mumble. Um, the poker hand Buster Scruggs refuses to play in the saloon is a two pair of black aces and eights known as the dead man's hand. According to legend, that was the hand of Wild Bill Hickok. When he had when he was shot in the back of the head and killed by Jack McCall, which is I guess some Western shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know that story. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All Gold Canyon is based on a story by Jack London, the gal who rattled, inspired by a story by Stuart Edward White. In the meal ticket segment, a chicken with no formal education performs amazing mathematical calculations. Uh-huh. Later in All Gold Canyon segment, the pr- the prospector returns all but one egg to a nest and asks. How can a bird count anyway? How high can a bird count anyway? The song Surly Joe was first lear- heard in a movie in the James Stewart Western Destry Rides Again under the title Little Joe the Wrangler. Okay. Uh, the book dedication at the beginning of the book, they flipped through it really fast. I didn't get to read it, but it says here, To Gaylord Gilpin, who shared with us these stories and many more alike, one night in camp above Roaring Fork, till approach of morn stained the sky and our esteem of him stained our trousers. This book is dedicated. Yeah. Oh, so that's really sweet. Cute. I guess the Coen brothers, when they were kids, got told stories by some guy while they were camping, and they metaphorically are saying that like it, it was so good, they loved him so much that they jizzed their pants. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they said it in a much more poetic way. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I was getting like pissed their pants, but okay. oh, okay, that too. Yeah, that that makes sense too. Like yeah. they laughed so with, and they like had such a good time that they peed themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but yeah. but that's a big difference. Til, til pro- no, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. But for me, I was like stained our trousers, like. Like we had such a good time and it was so good that it was like orgasmic. But uh, no, you you're obviously yeah. right. Which is <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so it's time for the money mumble. <laughs> what was it? What did you do? Oh, <laughs> 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 that's the mumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't you have a thing? Wasn't there a thing? Oh yeah, ching ching ching. Forgot about it. Um, what did it? What was the budget of this movie? Thirty mil. What a guess. 70 mil. What a guess. Mm, 42 mil. What a guess. Justin got it on the fucking nose. That's why I was uh, so shocked, but then I tried to hide it by saying it. That's what else. I thought, yeah. too. I was like, oh, we can't yeah. can't both be what a <laughs> guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it what a guess because I thought you were too low, and, and then I thought I was too high. high. Yeah, that's what mm. I was trying to also but, pertain, yeah. but no, yeah, J- Justin got it. Good. Um, nice. I will not tell you what the box office ratings are because they are non-existent. This went straight to streaming, but it had a limited release in theaters, like in four or five theaters or something. Mm-hmm. Made a cool 45000 opening weekend. That's nice. Oh. Not too bad for a couple theaters. Okay. Know? 
Sure. All right. Let's get to the final rating. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. I'm All right. So let's turn to page 364. <laughs> 394. Let's do it. 1960. Oh, yes. Um, I have to go on Google Docs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't write in here. Well, Oh, you on drive? Yeah. Oh, I thought it automatically takes you once it, you hit edit. Uh, edit. Docs. Oh. oh, we have to download it. That's annoying. Um. Okay, engagement. I'm engagement gonna give it. Engagement was all over the place. Some it, I was like, yeah. get the shit out of my have face. Mercy. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Engagement. Even the parts that I wanted to end, I was very engaged. Like, I was still staring at Dudley. A, that's why I'm giving it a nine. Even during the monologue, I'm waiting for something to happen. Because there's a lot of parts that I hate, but even the parts that I hate, I'm I'm not taking my eyes off the screen. I'm, like, fucking glued. Yeah. I'll, I'll give eight. it a seven for engagement. That's fair. Because you did fall asleep. Uh, that's only was at the very telling, end, but the like, yeah, well, true. telling of how engaging, engaging it was, exactly. Yeah. It should have let you to fall asleep. So, what, a nine, uh, nine... Nine, eight, 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 seven. seven. That eight. is an eight. I think that's an eight. Yeah. Uh, execution. That's where I have to give it a give nine. It a nine. I was going to say a nine. Even the things I didn't like, it's a good executed movie. Well, yeah. It's a good movie. I and almost, that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'll say a nine. Oh. I never know when I want to say a ten. Because, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. I mean, I'm like, reserved. the things that they wanted us to. To feel if I, I love the movie, it's a ten. It. But yeah. like, I, there's some parts that I don't like. It doesn't even have to be perfect. Like, even if there are some flaws, the good but things yeah, because, have to cover up. Because the flaws. that's what the writers envision for there to be. Yeah, yeah. These open-ended areas and like yep. areas where you're like bored because that's the point of this. The Wild West is boring. Exactly. It's monotonous. It really it's is. Monotonous. There's literally nothing around. Life is boring. Except for Life little tiny monotonous. towns and yeah. shit. So it's like it's all as boring with moments of immense it's like drama crazy drama yeah, yeah. And, an, an insane adrenaline spike in an instant and so then all of a sudden all, everything changed and it's quiet everything's changed like in an instant everything in an instant. is gone somebody's you know what i mean that's and crazy. that's how it is now everything that happens in these movies are like i guess i'll yeah. give it a nine you really this makes is you execution think. really yeah. makes you think i think it was these story stories yeah i think it definitely like falls into those tropes of like the old west and how intense things can change and how abruptly things can change yeah um execution yeah i'll give it a nine it did nine. what it had to Solid do nine. Good. yeah eight nine eight nine um enjoyment i'm i'm gonna give it an eight because there's a fat like two that i just don't like to watch actually there's only one that i really don't like to watch i don't really mind the cowboy one um I love Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, I love Wagon Oregon Trail one. I love the I Gold Canyon. Yeah, I give it an eight. It's hard to give it one final score because they're all so different. Mm. Yeah. Like I loved the gold one the most. The woman one on the Oregon Trail was my second favorite. The James Franco and the the Buster Scruggs fall somewhere in the middle. Okay. And then the Death Cab. And then, of course, uh, Liam Neeson at the bottom. Yeah, yeah I want to say that for me, I think the Oregon Oregon Trail uh, is on the top. And yeah. then it's the gold one. Um, I, I don't really want to say that, though, because I really do like both of them equally, I feel like. Mm. I really, yeah. really, really enjoyed both of them. And there wasn't one where I was just like, oh, but that one's just a little more. I, yeah. was just, I really, really liked both of them. Um, and then the middle would also probably be... I think I, I enjoyed Buster Scruggs more than I enjoyed James Franco. 
it was just straight to the point with James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be, yeah, I guess the, the death the, cab, the death, death cab, cab, and then death the cab for cutie. Death cab. All the way at the that. bottom is going to be that, uh, Ugh. Liam Neeson. Poor so score and seven years Torso ago. Yeah. Then Kane and Abel. So I guess for enjoyment, I would have to say, I would say an eight as well. I was going for eight too. Yeah. Okay, eight. I'm going with a seven. Okay. I just fair. didn't love it. No, that's yeah, fair. I was I almost it. gonna say a seven, but I, I think I I enjoyed I these other no. ones the most. The thing is yeah, that when I started so watching it, I was like, okay, let me definitely like put like the effort to really try to like understand that's what and I was kind of like, too. you know, really give the benefit of the doubt to these stories. And so, you know, some of them were definitely a little bit like, I don't know, taking me taking me aback. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the end, everyone somebody dies in every single one. So like I started to see that pattern, but like overall, I think I think my enjoyment level is a seven. I thought everything was just pretty kind of like mid. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was pretty okay. mid, but those highs really took me up yeah, there. That's why too. it bumps it up for an yeah. eight. Like I was literally like on the edge of my seat watching him dig up gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Watching him pan out like mud. when he got to the Three rocks, little... I was like, yeah. I was going, yes, the pocket, <laughs> the pocket, <laughs> Mr. Pocket. <laughs> oh, girl. Mm-hmm. So an eight. Okay, cool. Eight. Nice. Um, Good one. And then overall quality. I want to give it a nine because I because I think that it it has its it definitely has the movie itself has bad moments like it has lulls it has moments where we don't want to watch right but even those moments have beautiful cinematography yeah fantastic writing beautiful acting great acting great um like the like the overall like and I I keep bringing this up because they change the color of things so often in this film. Like yeah. the in, like so like there's so many beautiful color palettes in each in each scene like mm-hmm. each each there's this whole thing about like each of all of your frames have to like represent like a piece of art or whatever like all of your frames have to be a work of art and I feel like this movie really does represent that like I could stop it at any moment and be like this could be a canvas picture in the yeah. president's office or something yeah. you know what I mean and like like my the one that screams in my head the most is is during the the um the bank robbery. He's outside and it's orange. Like Very everywhere he's orange. Yeah. And yep. then he opens the door and only the doorway is orange and the, the bank is green on the inside. And it's like eerily one color. Like yeah. everything is one tone. And even the guy sitting behind it is that one color. And it's like yeah. it's really telling a story of just with the color palette. Yeah. I feel like that really draws me in. And then and like stuff like Buster Scruggs hitting himself and then all of his dust coming off oh, and yeah, as he's walking cool away and it's like his body behind him in dust. Like that's so fucking cool to me. Yeah. And like even like the the sort of like fake props at the end when they get to this hotel and you can see like the fake buildings on the other side. Like you can clearly say that they're just facade buildings, you know, stuff like that just like really engulfed me in the movie. And that's why I think the overall quality of it, like the quality of the film is a nine, but that's just me. I feel that. I think there's a lot of things that either went over my head or I just missed. Cause I didn't notice that those things in the background were fake. Yeah. Me neither. I didn't notice <laughs> that they were props, but th- that just shows that there's a lot going on in this movie that isn't, um, it's well thought out. That yeah, like you can you can watch this three or four times and still get something else else out of it because yeah. there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I would st- I would stick with an eight. I think. Well, this is quality, not enjoyment, right? Yeah, this quality. Is just the quality, quality of the, of the film. Movie. Yeah. I was gonna say a nine. I want to bump it up to a nine. I almost wanted to say ten because I can't remember seeing like like seeing cinematically seeing yeah. something that I didn't like or that I didn't and that's, think fit and the role of the story. And that's yeah. why that's why with the vagueness of overall quality. I think li- like likens ourselves. I mean, that makes it easy in this sense because 
you do have to then think about, but like the lulls in that movie were kind of bad. So that's why it's a nine because like the lulls, like the parts that I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy, but the, but the cinematography and everything in those moments were still yeah, great. I guess the 10 would be but an like, overall exactly. great ass yeah, movie. Like it was, it was great. And, and I liked every moment of it and it was cinematically great. would be a okay, 10. Yeah. yeah. But like, it, even though some of the moments didn't like, didn't like capture me in an, in an artistry way, the framing and cine, cin, cinematic cinematography of it was still perfect. And the writing of it was yeah. still perfect. And Cause I didn't, about. I didn't want to watch him do the monologue for the 20th time, but no. that's what they were trying yeah. to get me to feel. Yeah. So it's more of an aspect of, I didn't want to watch. I didn't like it, but it's still good. It's yeah, just like hereditary. The quality like, is still great. It's a 10 out of 10 movie True. hereditary, but like, yeah, I will not subject myself to that ever again in my life. I didn't enjoy it, <laughs> yeah. but there is tension because that's what they were aiming for. And that's what they created. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it a nine. Yeah. I, after thinking about it cinematically, like it definitely has all the elements that it needs to like, to like execute what it was trying to do. And I think that it really did it. And so I think the quality is, is a nine as well. All right. We okay. all agree on that. Good. 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 A nine. Beautiful. Okay. Wow. We've done it. We fucking ripped it guys. Good job. Everybody Brrr. happy. Um, I do unfortunately have a question though. And I think Wait. I'd like to ask Justin, how do you feel? Oh, I feel like <laughs> girl, there's been ups, there's been downs. I've had a nice long life, and uh, I've been digging for gold as long as I can remember, girl. Digging for gold. I've gotten shot in the <laughs> back. I've had my run-ins with measly skunks. Mm. Uh, but they didn't hit nothing important. They didn't hit nothing important. Nope. They didn't hit nothing important. And the most important fact is that they did not hit anything important. Yeah. Uh, all they got was guts. All they yeah, got was guts. Nothing important. Um, so I feel like I got my, I got my fill. I got my gold. I'm about to go home and cash it in at the bank. It wasn't easy. There were some times I didn't like True. that I wish I could take back. True. But we're here. We've got Mr. Pocket all bagged up. Mm-hmm. Wow, Mr. Pocket. And uh, that's how I feel. How do you feel, uh, uh, King Louis the Third? Mm. Well, I feel like. I don't know at what point this horse is going to slip out from under me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like chilling here, trying to just do my thing. Um, But I think, I think pretty soon Mm -hmm. if, if not, then I'll just kick the horse myself and just get it over with, just get it over with. with. Uh, And that's how I feel it. (laughs) Get it over with. And my motherfucking life. Little sister. Baby, I love you. How do you feel? <laughs> I I feel like I've been walking for miles and miles and miles on end trying to get to Oregon, as they say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, it's, I think there's a new life there. Some weird man. You know how it is in the Western yeah. areas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Forced marriage Some. apparently sort of not really <laughs> oh. um, <I> <laughs> semi-arranged semi-necessary for survival but for i'm excited semi-necessary <laughs> for survival mm-hmm. i don't know how i'm gonna pay this this man carrying all my luggage Who's but giving you the dirtiest fucking look yeah first of all i should slap the fuck out of him but we're not I gonna talk to, about i need to hire someone to give me dirty looks i gotta write that i gotta find four hundred dollars right? you better be giving me better service than this he was like <laughs> Anyways, I feel like I'm just excited to go start my new life in Oregon, mm. and I can't wait to get there. Yeah, hope you don't shoot yourself in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's fault but my own. 
<laughs> well, it's Arthur's fault, but okay. Well, I blame him a little bit. He shouldn't have told her that. He shouldn't he have gotten hit. Well, no, but no. He, I wait, think... but didn't he also say something? I thought he was like, I thought he said something. I don't know. Well, I think, I think that he should have been more clear that don't kill yourself until they start coming towards you. That's the moment that yeah. I was yeah, looking for. Okay, yeah, okay. because I might get back up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they weren't done with their <laughs> skerfuffle. Yeah, he didn't hurt to assume that. You know, she just she said, "Oh done. shit!" Yeah, what? yeah. She saw it happen and said, "He's dead." Pop. And also, well, let me let me stop. They were all gone. Like all the rest of them had gone. <laughs> continues to go. Yeah. And there was only one left. So she could have used so one of those the two one bullets. bullets. Yeah. Exactly. She got yeah. two shots. Yeah. She could have shot that guy. She could have tried. She could have tried. Twice. She could have just said. She could have tried, tried once them. and then shot herself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways. She had options, but yeah. she didn't use them correctly. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I would be scared too if I was going to get put on a stake and raped and pulled apart or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the way he said stretched out. Okay. Oh, I, don't like that. <laughs> I did not. Like That's not what he that. meant. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Because because he, he said they're gonna they're gonna have their way with her and then they're gonna stretch her like literally stretch her out like. <laughs> like arms yeah, and legs by and the horses pulled apart by horses <laughs> like yeah. each limb tied yeah. to each different horse they used to do that in Mongolia <laughs> is that what you is that wait was that what you were saying or you or you just meant like it's fucked up or did you did you think that the events stretch her out like they're gonna fuck her that's what you thought yeah yeah oh. yeah <laughs> oh man no, 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 they did no, say no. that too he said that too he said no, they're gonna yeah. have her away with her no, yeah. yeah but then they're gonna no, literally stretch her no, they're gonna then they're gonna about, literally like, strip her apart. I don't want to be like you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not gonna get into it. Okay. It's a whole different topic. Okay. It's a whole different topic. Okay, but okay. what I was thinking was just completely like the anal gaping off the like, rails. No, no, I was just thinking about like. Oh wow! Ooh. Yeah, you really went for it. <laughs> I was wondering what she's talking. Not about. at all. I was thinking of. I was okay. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. All yeah, right. Ryan. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, um, I forgot I hadn't done this. I feel a little like I'm. Uh, a little my throat's dry, and I'm a little what? Feel a little nervous. Oh yeah, I get a little lonely. Is what you meant to say? Oh yeah, Man, I get enough. a little lonely. I feel a little lonely. Um, no, I feel like I I've been walking for a while. Um, I'm just been clip clopping, clip clopping, clip clopping, clip clopping for a while, and. Um, I hear some guy above me. He's going, every day I bring the brains and bones and bring for water, cool water. And he keeps calling me Dan, even though my name is Ezekiel. But um, <laughs> that's my horse name. I guess my human horse name is Dan. Um, anyways, you know, he's singing about cold water. I wish he would fucking give me some because we get to a saloon. I don't get any water. Don't get any hay. Don't get a banana. Damn. Don't get an apple or a Bit celery hungry. stick. We get to another town. I don't get any water. I don't get tied up even. Damn. I'm just like hanging out. Yeah, it sucks. My name is Dan and I'm here. Oh, did my owner just get shot? What the fuck? What am I supposed to do now? I'm definitely going to die now. Why is that Why is that guy dressed in all black playing a harmonica while he walks away? Let me tell you, buddy. There's a faster gun. Anyways, that's how I feel. No, that's beautiful. Yeehaw. Uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Wow. I still haven't plugged in my phone. Mm. <laughs> Gotta get that You're bitch dying, from dying. Bro. Oh my god! So I get plug that in. Dying. Mm. You can follow me at Five X Eleven on various social medias and on Steam. Um, you can go to Twitch.com/slash Five X Eleven, YouTube.com/Ryan Diaz. 
<sighs> That's pretty much it. Anything else? Anybody else? Um, you can follow me on on Instagram. I'm really tired. <laughs> you can follow me on mm-hmm. Instagram at sister dot lady, and that's about it. Nowhere else. Nice. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna plug Carter from Rocket Mortgage. He texted me, "Hey, Lara, this is Carter from Rocket Mortgage. This is my cell. <laughs> Were you able to get those income docs?" Oh, A day out. later, he said, "Hey, Lara, are you still interested in going over these numbers?" Dox him. What's that number? And then I finally Dox said, him. "Hello, this is not Lara. You might have the wrong number." And he said, "Sorry about that. Thanks for letting me know." Do you need mortgage? So that <laughs> is Carter from Rocket Mortgage. His number is nine five. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Is nine five four? Nine five four? I should plug Miami this number? lady's phone number. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. politician. She's a politician. Her shit's private. His shit's public already. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Oh shit! Dox Listen her. here. No, no, no. no. I forgot um, her name already. Yeah, that was the Ballad of Mr. Scruggs. Good job, everybody. And as always. You didn't hear nothing in 